Hey guys, welcome back to the Take Control podcast. Um, you have Dario here. It's Kim. And Brandy. Uh, we are back for another episode. Um, I don't have too many shout outs. Um, just besides um, our listeners, of course, just everyone who supports us and um, stays loyal. Uh, do you guys have any? Uh, I do not have any shout outs. Um, I have a shout out to a lot of my close friends right now that know what I'm going through, that have kind of just been there for me um, and kind of tried to make this time a little easier. Um, I had an uncle pass that was the closest thing that I knew to a grandpa on my mom's side. And last two weeks have been really, really hard. Um, so just shout out to everyone that's been sending prayers for me and, and doing things for me. I had a friend buy me some insure because first thing that goes for me when I'm dealing with things is my appetite. And I just don't want to eat and I end up super stressed out. And then I have a lot going on with work and school. So just shout out to everybody that's just been in my corner and uplifting me right now. All right. That's great support. Um, it's very important. Um, you can follow us on social media. Our Instagram is Take Control Podcast. Our Twitter is Take Control Pod. Our Facebook group is Take Control Podcast. And you can email us at takecontrolpodcast at gmail.com. Um, all right. So today we are just going to talk about, um, our struggles with doing a podcast I don't know if you guys remember, but we did an episode called Potting Ain't Easy, I think last year. I can't remember when, but um, Brandy, Lynn, and I did an episode where we all recorded individually and we talked about like just struggles that we've been having in our life and things like that. Um, and then so now we're going to do a part two. So, anyone want to go have anything to say first? Sure, I'll start. So, give me a second, guys. I'm trying to pull up um, the note. So, the last time we did this episode, um, I think one of my big issues was struggling with time management and being very busy. And honestly, that has not changed. Um, I think we did, I think we did the episode in 2018. So probably two years later, and I'm still struggling with time management. Um, I'm kind of learning that balance is an illusion. Like it's not really a real thing. And you just have to fit things in when you can um, and how you can. Um, I struggle with prioritizing myself. Um over other things and it's still a work in progress for me so that's one of the first things I will say that I actually am still struggling with what about you guys is time management an issue for you guys yeah (laughs) (laughs) I suck at sticking to a schedule and that's how I get overwhelmed I don't plan out my weeks like I should and so then I'm constantly trying to fit in everything last minute and then I just get stressed Um, personally for me, time management has always been like a positive for me. I'm really good at distributing my time and 
kind of sticking to a schedule and making things work for me. Um, I'm a very scheduled person, but I also leave a lot of room for like spontaneous things. Um, so for me, I'm actually really good at that, which is really helpful with like everyday tasks and everything in my life. Um, lately I've been trying to do like a, write out a schedule, like every day of that week and try to write out like what I should do every day. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's helpful, but then when I forget to look at it, of course it's not, but, uh, that tends to help me when I do that. It's really good. Like I use my calendar every day and I check it every single day. And before I even say I'm going to be somewhere, that's like the first thing I pull up is my phone calendar. Cause for me, it's just convenient to have instead of carrying around like a book or something that has everything in it. But I do have something at home that I got last Christmas that I just kind of reiterate in. And it's Mm -hmm. like, what are your goals for the week? A positive affirmation for the week. Who are you going to link up with for the week that you haven't talked to? Um, What inspirational thing you're going to do for the week? And that's kind of helpful just to kind of remind myself to write it down. But my calendar really is like my go to for everything. Like if it's not in there, I won't be there. Yeah. Um. I don't know if I have mine set up right, but I put stuff in my calendar, but it never alerts me. Yeah, you have to hit um, alert at and then it'll tell you like it'll give you certain days it can alert or certain times. Like if you do like alert me at 9 a.m. on the day of the event or um, alert me at the time of the event, it'll tell you. Okay, I'm going to have to do that Mm -hmm. because sometimes I forget that I put it down. And I won't look at it like I need to get in the habit of like checking mine daily. Yes, definitely. Shoot, you might have to make a reminder for that. Check your calendar today. <laughs> no, for real. Like I'm, I need notes everywhere. Yep. That um, actually might be a good idea too, though. I know you said you do that, but like to leave like sticky notes and stuff yeah. actually might be a good idea. Like that's actually a good idea too. Because sometimes like I'll think like okay remember to do this and then i'll forget to do it so like just putting it in my brain isn't enough yeah that's a good idea though i have like one in by my bed one in the bathroom one in your car one in my car (laughs) yeah put them in your office everything i'm gonna try that um i know one of my issues that i had was like um feeling like when I do get overwhelmed I feel like I just want to quit and I shut down and I need and that's a struggle for me too because like when I'm having like a bad day and we have to record I'm like I'm not recording today I just I'm not in the mood yeah and um it's been a struggle trying to still push through regardless of what I'm going through yeah I mean I feel that that's kind of been me the last two weeks I was telling Brandy earlier off air like I wish that I could have just Part of me wanted to be like, all right, I'm dealing with a lot. I don't really want to do this today. But then I know if I don't do it today, it's going to be another task on me for the following week that I also don't want to have to put on me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very much a person now that's kind of like, just get it done. But I will say going through these motions, it's been really hard for me to like not be able to properly grieve because I can't. I still have to go to work because I have bills. I still have to do my schoolwork because I will have to graduate. Um, and then if, if my friends need me in this time, like I'm trying to half be there for them knowing I can't, I'm not even pouring into myself right now. Um, so I guess 
for me, it's easier just to get things done, but it's also hard. Like you said, like if you don't have that motivation behind it, it makes it harder, but I just, I don't want to make it harder for me the following week too. I don't know. I think where um, my perspective has changed with that is like, I used to be one of those people like push through, push through, push through. But I'm starting to feel like if you can't, if you're not mentally present or just not in the right headspace to do something, maybe you shouldn't do it. Um, Just because I feel like when you give something, you should give 100%. You know what I mean? So if you're just not mentally there, maybe you shouldn't do it. And as far as like the podcast is concerned, I almost wish, <clears throat> and I'm the one that always like, I think we should do every week. I think we should do every week. But I'm kind of wishing like we went to maybe like seasons and we have yeah. discussed that before. We're like, we do eight straight episodes and then take a, a month off. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I think it would give us maybe time to kind of plan out what those eight shows would be. Yeah. Do the proper research for those eight shows um, and work it that way. And then, you know, like, okay, for this eight week period i have to be yeah 2021 goals maybe yeah i like that um i like that i don't know i'm just i think you're like listening to my body more when it just comes to certain things like if something doesn't feel right like maybe you shouldn't do it yeah i mean my boss looked at me today and said that she was like i can see it like all over your body because i'm trying to push through like i really am trying but like I'm the type that wears my emotions on my sleeve, my heart's on my sleeve. Like you can see when I'm dealing with things every single time because I'm an upbeat person. I'm a happy person. I'm always goofy. I'm always silly. So when I'm not that way, like people can tell in a second, they're like, as soon as I don't say like, good morning in a certain way, they're like, what's wrong? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, you know, and I'm also a private person. So that's one of the issues actually that I'll say with the podcast for me is like wanting to talk about my life, but also not too much because I was kind of raised like not necessarily to be a private person. Like my parents didn't sit me down and go, don't tell people your business, but it's just, we all were kind of raised like to not tell people our business, I guess. So for me, it was hard initially coming on here. Like it took me a while to talk about therapy. It's for me, it's hard to tell people what I'm going through. So even if somebody were to ask me like, Hey, like what's wrong? I'm like, Oh, I'm cool knowing that like like I told you today when you asked me I'm like I'm not even gonna lie no more (laughs) I'm tired of telling people like I'm good I'm doing good girl like I'm not gonna lie no more like I'm not okay but I'm gonna get there yeah um so no I mean you're right though when it comes to like if you're not capable don't you know yeah because people can tell yeah definitely can tell they definitely can tell yeah um another struggle for me that I had on the list was um well this one was more of a personal one that I talked about um on the last show was my weight (laughs) this doesn't necessarily have to do with the podcast but it's just something I touched on in the last show where I was saying how like I wasn't really happy with my weight and all this stuff but I think after that show I started working out I did I started working out with Kim and got real fit and then I started slacking again. So now I gotta start all over. Can be training self plug. Come on, D. <laughs> Bring think, it back. I think we should talk about that because 
<laughs> working out is a struggle for a lot of people, I think. It's an uphill battle for me. Like, mm-hmm. motivating myself to actually go to the gym is really hard. But once I'm there, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. But getting me there is a problem. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, I think for me, it's just, again, time management because... I could probably fit it in my schedule. It's all about cutting out other things that I don't need to be doing or Mm -hmm. instead of just like going home and like, oh, I'm overly exhausted, just go to the gym. Like, because that would help give me energy too. So if I plan out better, like I said, I think I'll be able to fit in the gym at least a couple days a week. Yeah. I mean, I will say like your health is an investment and people think like short term, but it's honestly long term. Like, my dad is 67 looking 47. Like he started training when he was 20. Like he's genuinely taking care of himself and he's genuinely a healthy person other than like the um, family genetics that you can't help, like the high blood pressure, high cholesterol type deal. But mm-hmm. other than that, I mean, he doesn't really fall sick ever. He doesn't really fall ill. Like he's just kind of taking care of himself. Um, but a big p- reason people quit is time is one of them i always say time the money invested in it and then they don't want to do it like mm-hmm. it's it's just hard work um to be honest as a trainer when people come to me i always expect them to quit like i get shocked when people continue right now i've had a girl that's been there for a little bit over a year another client's about to hit a year and then i think i have another one that's been there for over a year but it's it really isn't like once you fall off like you yeah. fall off I've been doing it for six years and I know that that's why like I've never missed a workout. I never will. I try to fit it in where I can, even if it's as simple as like you taking a jog or a run and I allow my gym to be 24 seven. So people can be like, oh, it's 2 a.m. And I feel like going to the gym, go to the gym. You know what I mean? Like I grant full access to my clients, but I mean, it is hard. And I mean, my dad thought I was going to quit. Everybody does. Nobody wants to do it. You know what I mean? It's not meant to be easy, though, or else everybody in the world would be, yeah. you know, fit and healthy. So yeah. it is an investment for sure. I swear, like, I took like a week off because I was going on vacation. And after that, that was enough time for me yeah. to be like, I don't feel like going back. Like, mm-hmm. it's definitely mental, though. Like, mm-hmm. you really got to push yourself to go because it's at the end of the day, it's good for you. Yeah. I think once you make it a habit, Like it's what they say. It takes 30 days to make a habit or something. Once you make it a habit, like you start to realize like the importance. And then once you start to love what you look like, it becomes almost addictive in a healthy way. Like that's kind of what kept me motivated is like if you work out hard enough, you can see results in four weeks. Nothing crazy, but you can see results. Um, My one of my clients told me in four weeks she saw her side start to slim down. For me, mine was my arms. I saw them start to tone up. I was like, okay, well, if if I'm pushing like this and I can see something, you know, maybe if I hang in there, you know, this will happen, this will happen. Then a year went by and I was at my goal. And then your goals switch, though, like when you're in fitness, you know, like at some point my goal was to lose in tone. The other one was to gain and maintain, then um, gain period. So I think once you get in the habit of it, and this is with anything outside of fitness, once you get in the habit of something and like just dedication is huge of course and consistency is huge um once you in self-discipline once you get in that habit like you'll be you'll be golden 
Yeah, I think I worked out consistently for six months and I saw a lot of results. Like I pretty much reached my goal. Mm -hmm. The only thing I had left was like to tighten my stomach, which is the hardest area because I have kids and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, but I could definitely tell like the difference from what my body looks like now from when I was working out. Yeah. Yeah. You were, you were definitely dedicated like in there, but like you said, it takes that one time for you to like fall off and you're like, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Like, same thing happened with one of our mutual friends. Like she didn't go like for like a week or two and then that was enough, you yeah. know? So it's, it's definitely hard, but it's, it's definitely worth the investment long-term too. Like when you're sitting there 80 years old and still being able to get up and down on your own, you know, <laughs> that's a goal of mine and not yeah. even like a new year resolution, like by the end of the year goal yeah. is to get back for oh, sure. Girl. Cause it helps you mentally too. Yes, ma'am. That is true. I remember one day, Telling you, like, like you said, like you kind of lose motivation, like when you're going through something, you don't want to go to it. And I was like, just show up. I promise you'll feel better. And by the end of the workout, like after you releasing all that, because working out literally releases the same endorphins as drugs do. So like when you're working out and like you're really like focused in and stuff, it's a healthy mental release. And like by the end of the workout, like you felt better and everything. So, yeah, definitely worth it. It definitely helps me sleep better. Mm. I do know that when I work out, I sleep better and my energy is different. Yeah. I need to get my life together. I know. Can be training. <laughs> She's here. <laughs> self Um, I guess I can relate that to the podcast in a way that like some days where I have not been in the best moods or I had like an anxiety attack and I can't even record it afterwards. I definitely felt a release and mm. felt better afterwards too. So yeah. that's why like for me, pushing forward is the goal. Yeah. So. I think you need people to motivate you to do that too, you know, just kind of do check-ins with you, you know, just to make sure, um, you know, that you've hit your goals for the week or, you know, whatever it is, you know, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. So your circle's huge too. Definitely. For sure. Um, I know some other things that I wanted to discuss that wasn't necessarily on the show, but it was on a different show we did. And also I posted this on our story. I was asking you guys advice on how to deal with your kids that are always in trouble. And I remember on the old episode, I like had a breakdown just because I was talking about how like my oldest son used to get in trouble a lot and it was just so much on me and I just didn't know what to do. But um, he has really changed a lot. Like he still got that smart mouth, but like as far as his behavior and acting out, it has like he did a complete 360. I'm and it so just happy. makes me so happy. Like I literally cried the other day and I called him. I'm like, mommy, he's just so proud of you. I love that. Because I just did not see an end. Like I just thought it was just never ending. I was gonna deal with this for the rest of my life. But like I don't know if it's just him getting older or I don't know what it is, but it I'm just happy and I'm proud of him and I just wanted to give you guys an update because it is something that I touched on a couple of times um, throughout our almost three years we've been doing this. Yeah. Yeah. That makes me super happy. If y'all don't know, that's my godson. <laughs> so like that makes me really happy that like he's finding different healthy ways to deal with whatever he's got going on. And I always try to tell him too, like, if you ever need to talk, like, <clears throat> you know, let me know. And sometimes he does. He'll reach out and like, we'll have a little conversation, but 
that makes me happy that he's finally like mm-hmm. getting there. Yeah. So. Um, I know some people have reached out to me about like doing a podcast and always is asking questions like, is it easy? How do you get started? And things like that. And I always motivate people to do that. Like there are always going to be ups and downs with anything that you do. And like, honestly, like from where we started to where we are now, it's completely different. Like we went from the library. (laughs) (laughs) I think the library to the radio station. It was the library to the radio station to a studio. To a studio. to Back to the radio station. I think. I think. And then in between all of that, recording at my house on cell phones. Yeah. Yes. We did go to the phones. We were on the phones and then the radio station. And then now back at the house. Yeah. But we have equipment now. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So anybody that's ever like wondering, you know, how to get started, just start with with what you have. Like there's different apps and stuff that you can use. I think we use this, the recorder on our phone. Um, It's really not hard to get started. It's just about being consistent and like, you know, staying on top of like the outline thing. It sounds easy, but it's really not, you know, especially depending on what your podcast is about. Um, Staying on top of like things to talk about is hard. Like I know we have some struggles where like, oh, what are we going to talk about? Or like we record a show and it was like, I'm tired of talking about that. Or I don't want to be all over the place. Like, so I just, I don't want anybody (laughs) to feel like, excuse you, get out of our show. (laughs) Jesus. Another struggle having to record with your kids here. (laughs) Oh gosh. Um, yeah, that's a, people come to me too, a lot about starting a podcast and they're like, well, the phone and the tripod work. And I'm like, yeah, sure. I was like, you'll, it's a total difference from having equipment, but Mm -hmm. you can get started with that and work your way up. Um, I like to tell people like, it's not as easy, easy as they think it would be. It seems like it would be easy to just talk because that's what we do day in and day Mm -hmm. out. But to actually talk and have something interesting to say that people want to listen to and to have to do it for like 20 minutes or 15 minutes or however long you do it is hard. Like if you go back and listen to our very first episode. I was about to say that. That shit is cringy. I've never listened to it. I've never listened to that episode. Don't. I tried to start from the beginning. I was like. And I refused. (laughs) And I actually think we recorded that one on my old laptop. At your old apartment. Sitting on the floor. Sitting on the floor. So yeah, it. It's not as easy as people think. And I would just say you have to be committed. Like if you're not committed, it's just not going to work out. And that's where I find like with my clients, for people who do record record podcasts, the hardest thing for them is to stay consistent and to keep doing it because you mm-hmm. have to stay on top of mm-hmm. what you're going to talk about, If it's especially if it's current events. Um, and you have to, if it's multiple people, schedules always conflict and different things like that. So it's hard for people to just stay dedicated to it and say, okay, I'm going to make sure I do what I need to do with my podcast every single week. Mm-hmm. And it's, and like I said, we're three years in and it's hard for it's us. It's so hard. And yeah. we definitely have times where we're not dedicated or consistent. And I feel like that was a, one of our biggest downfalls. Like it's just not being consistent or not following through with our personal goals are things that we said we were going to do. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, I can definitely speak to the consistency aspect and the um, topic aspect. So for me, like a lot of the times I'll want to put topics on the show and then they just don't flow with what we're talking about. And then by the time we do talk about it, I'm like, oh, that happened a month ago. Don't nobody care. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then consistency too, like how we were talking about, like when schedules don't leak up, like so consistency with like shows coming out, um, finding days to record. That's all co- cohesive with everybody is hard at times because um, it could push back a show or push back a week type mm-hmm. of deal. Like if we've promised you guys like content at a certain time. Um but I will say for me, like biggest thing since I started, like is definitely the um, topic thing, because by the time I stick them on there, like we almost always take off a chunk that I had put on by the time we record, because it's like <laughs> that happened two weeks ago, but I was ready to talk about it. Like, yeah. but it's just it don't be relevant no more. So it's like that's that's one of the ones for me where I'm like, well, I don't even know like what. And I don't want to be like because then searching for like topics is hard too like once we find a topic like it makes me feel like i gotta start googling like so when like if we're talking about i don't know nature (laughs) how often do plants grow a day like googling that instead of just popping up on your like yeah you know timeline um so i don't know i mean we make it work obviously and like stuff comes up naturally which is one of my favorite parts because i just feel like i've been told multiple times that like i'm a naturally genuine person and stuff just flows so like when we come up like come up with a different topic on top of a topic like I love that you know just kind of stemming from each other and feeding off of each other yeah so probably what we need to do is when we have those topics probably just record via zoom yeah um just so it, it can just be there, even if we just use it as a backup episode. It'd be so, so out of date. Just do it right then and there. Another thing that I will mention is recording with multiple people can be tricky because you got three different personalities, mm. three different styles of doing things. Just like it's, and I think you you guys know that Dario and I were not friends when we before we recorded <laughs> so if you listen to our old episodes i remember people giving us feedback like y'all just don't sound like y'all know each other <laughs> so this is like a, a three years of building a friendship so it's like we've had times where we didn't fell out we didn't have times where yeah. we wasn't speaking we almost ended like and so yeah it's like mixing business and friendship is can be yeah, hard. it can be hard Definitely. very hard um but yeah just you know just kind of knowing who needs to do what is really good when it comes to starting yes. a podcast is knowing who should do what and how things should be handled it kind of just makes it easier for the group mm-hmm. um but yeah it could i mean it could be hard and then just back to some days you just don't feel like it yeah, like, yeah. especially when it's heavy topics because you know it's things that we want to give our opinion on like someone passing or just anything like it can be draining yeah um as well as very therapeutic when you're getting things off of your chest so it's just like it's not it's not for the weak hearted yeah people think it is but it's not it's not and and you really have to like i think doing things with your friends can be very difficult but i think if you have open communication it can work so I think like in the beginning, we had like, we would feel a way about something, but not really voice our opinion. And I remember that one, <laughs> that one time at the radio station where the shit just went to flames. And then we like, were like, I don't want to do this no more. <laughs> 
And then we recorded, I think, one of our anniversary episodes we talked about. Yeah. <laughs> we took like three or four weeks off and we like the podcast kind of stood in limbo. And then <laughs> when we finally recorded, it was like it wasn't that serious. You know, like, it wasn't that serious. <laughs> we laughed and everything was fine. I'm weak. That it, shit was funny. <laughs> we got a lot of like a lot of the good stories happened off air. Yeah. <laughs> we literally went through a lot. We cried together, laughed together. Like that episode when Ashanti came. Oh yeah, that was a good. Episode. Oh my god! I know we had an episode where we had wine, and I don't remember the title. But the we wine was, night. I think. It, oh, when we, I kissed out Larry. <laughs> and we was we was drinking. <laughs> I, listen, I ended up in the hospital behind me. Oh, that one. Not that's not the one I was talking oh, about. Oh, I was about to say that was that Crown one. Apple. <laughs> oh Lord, there I was love one night Crown. we recorded, and I was drinking, and I ended up like projectile vomiting in Waffle House, and, <laughs> and I was in the hospital for like a week. It was horrible. <laughs> I was so, and then I didn't go with y'all after the fact, so I didn't know what the hell was going on. Like that shit was crazy. Yeah, so I would not recommend drinking and <laughs> recording because it's hard to stay on track. But yeah, we got a lot of good stories. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it. It is hard, but I would not. Yeah, trade it. yeah. It is very hard, but I feel like we're doing a great job, especially yeah. with everything going on. Yeah, yeah, we've been pretty consistent in as much as possible. The pandemic, yeah. <laughs> It's it's been better because I feel like we could have easily just dropped off, especially when people weren't supposed to leave the house mm-hmm. and just all of that. But we found a way. To we was doing out. sneaky links, right? <laughs> like you can be No, okay, cool, come cool. on. We can sit six feet apart, sis. <laughs> I'm trying to think what are some other things that I struggle with. Um, the last time, the last episode, I did say being tired. Um, I've gotten better with that. I actually take naps now. Like, I make it a point to take naps. And I didn't take mm. them before. So, I'm doing better with that. Um, I am a nap taker by accident. Like, I take naps at 9 p.m. and wake up at, like, 11 and get ready for bed and go back to sleep. Like, it's always... My nap time is always between 7 and 9, no matter what. But it's just... I have a lot going on between, like, my entrepreneurships, my day jobs, school. Like, I have a lot going on. So, like, when I get a nap in, I get a nap in. If I have like an hour before I link up with my friends, I'm taking my nap. I just am. I've and never people been know, a big nap person. Really? Yeah. People know if I'm not out of the house before nine, I'm staying inside because I'm going to go to sleep, whether it's bedtime or nap time. Yeah. I'm I'm going to bed. I've never really been big on naps because it's like, I, I'm a light sleeper and like once I'm up, I'm up. So if it's mm-hmm. not dead silent, then I just can't. But then like, I started napping more when I dated someone that takes hella naps because then I'll just be laying there like, so what am I supposed to do? So now I nap more often and I love it. I have to have them or I can't function. Like I just mentally, I be mentally and physically, I'd be so drained that like, that's why I say it'd be accidents sometimes. I'll just wake up and I'm like, what the fuck? When did you go to sleep and what happened? And it's just, I mentally and physically and emotionally can't handle like, more and my body is literally in the middle of like shutting down it's like go to sleep and I'll, I'll lay right there and go to sleep if I'm home 
Like right now, I'm not gonna lie, I probably would be asleep until like nine. Then I'd wake up and do some schoolwork, get in the shower, and then probably go back to bed. I can't wait to go to sleep. I have to take my hair out and wash it, and I just don't feel like it. Forgot I have to pack tonight. Oh my god, I hate it here. I used to refuse to take naps, and because I wouldn't go to sleep at night. But now, soon as I lay in the bed, I pass out yeah. in like ten minutes. But once that stay-at-home order was put in place and we were working from home, I would just go on my lunch break and take a nap right mm-hmm. on the couch. But now I take more time, and I feel a lot better. Yeah, I've never had issues surprisingly with like once I take a nap. I'm like Darielle, when I wake up, like I'm up, but like I've never had an issue falling asleep. It happens to me like on rare occasions where I'm like, well, now I'm up till 3 a.m. But typically, even if I take a nap, like even if it's a four hour nap, mm-hmm. I'll wake up at nine and still be like, yep, I'm tired. I'm going right back to bed. Let me <laughs> hop in the shower, lay down, and I literally will knock out within the same hour of me getting up from a nap because I just be tired. Mm-hmm. I do so fucking much. I be tired. So I thankfully can just go to bed. I wish. Mm-hmm. I've been up since 6 a.m. today, so I'm ready to go to sleep. That's yeah. how I was last week. I worked six days straight, both jobs, had other stuff to do, had to do the photo shoot too. It's just too much. Sometimes I wonder if I have health issues and I'm not even trying to be funny because like, how can you nap that long and wake up and still go to sleep for that long? <laughs> like that sounds like a problem. You might have some kind of deficiency. Yeah. Well, the iron wouldn't shock me because I am always cold. I'm always tired, always like fatigued feeling. And then, of course, I'm in the gym three days a week, which will make me more tired. Oh, that's how I'll be feeling. I wonder if this was wrong with me. I always feel like even once I wake up in the morning, I have a bad headache. I still feel hella tired. Like I didn't get no sleep. Do you like salt? Sounds weird, but do you like salt? Mm Mm-hmm. You probably have an iron issue. Like people that have iron deficiencies for some reason love salt. And if anybody knows me, I'm a salt fiend. Mm-hmm. I used to sleep with a salt shaker next to my bed. <laughs> I really did. Really? Yeah. And then the, my friends scared me because they were like, you know, like you're going to die. Stop. And I was like, oh, okay. So you probably, that sounds like what it is. If you wake up like that. Every day. And I, it makes me moody because I just feel like not rested. Mm. Beg your blood testy girl. I will. Yeah. Sounds like that's what that is. Especially like if you like salt like that. Because the salt kind of gives you like that. It's almost like soothing for what you have going on mm-hmm. type of deal. It's like a medical reason behind it. But it's probably what it is. I wonder that's why I start eating salt and vinegar chips all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I almost drooled. I almost drooled. Anything salty like... Like, I'm not even going to lie. Like, I wish I had, like, a piece of salt right now just to eat. Like, that's, <laughs> I feel like such a freaking addict. But, like, I'll put it, in, like, if I'm in a restaurant sometimes, like, this is true confessions of Kim right now. I'll put, like, a little pile in my palm and, like, lick it. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh, my God. I have such a problem. Wow. Like, I don't oversalt my food. I'm not that type of person. But, like, I'll definitely put some salt in my hand and eat it in a heartbeat. Yeah. Like, I'm low-key drooling right now. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> wow. Yeah, salt is not... It's not healthy. Me. I don't like salt, uh, salty things. I don't like sour things. What? I don't like sour. What? Nope. Wow. You like them Sour Patch things? Yes. I do. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. You like them... Um, what's the... It's, is it a jawbreaker that's sour, too? 
What's the one that's like a hard ass ball? Yeah. I don't eat those because my braces. Don't yeah. Mean, I don't like hard I don't stuff. like sour stuff. It doesn't like make like you stuff. tingle? Yes, it does. You like but it? But even like some regular food, I get tingly oh. right here. I don't know why. You like it, don't you? No, it's very weird. <laughs> <laughs> she liked that shit. It's like... <laughs> It just took this a whole nother direction. We sure did, but people are hey, whatever. Here we are. Right. Um, I mean, ladies, we are 37 minutes in, and... I thought you were about to say we're 37 years I was old. Like, like, what? Girl, no. <laughs> um, I mean, is there anything else that we're struggling with? Because if not, I know you guys got things to do. I'm struggling this every to day. Do. I'm struggling I'm to record just... this episode. Right. I'm struggling to be alive right now because it's just, I'm so overwhelmed with life. Oh my God. Like, school, I'm really trying not to drop my classes, but I'm just overwhelmed. Like, well, you said you need to push through, so push through. uh, English, you know how much writing shit we have to do. And then my other class, we like are doing a group project right off the bat and I hate my group. I fucking hate my group and I want to switch my group, but it's like, you can't. I can't. Group projects are trash because people don't be pulling their weight. I'm not even gonna lie. This- That's not even our issue. Our issue is that there's one person and she literally gets mad when we don't want to do what she wants to do. Like the other people, we all be in agreement. It's like, of everything and she'll be that one like I just don't think that's a good idea and then she gets mad and leaves when she doesn't get her way girl you better peer review her ass like she was a bitch and that's it is what it is cause they'll give them to you at the end of the course like how do you feel your group members did yeah. um Karen was a bitch so and explain it to her for sure yeah, but no I, push through I'm gonna hold you accountable <sighs> push through it'll be worth it I promise I hope I pass, even if it's with a C. That's what I'm saying. Yep, push through. I'm not going to lie. This semester I've been slacking, and I also have a group project. But I let them know, like, hey, I just had, like, pretty much my grandpa pass. So, like, I have not been, like, I felt back a shorty wrote, like, 70% of the paper on her own, though, and sent it to us and was like, you guys can do the reflection and the conclusion. And I was like, say less. Okay. Like, (laughs) but I felt bad because I was like, I didn't even know when the shit was due. I wasn't even looking at that, but I mean, push through is definitely worth it. hundred percent. One hundred percent. I start my new class on Monday and I just. Oh, that came fast. Very unprepared. I paid for it today. I made me want to throw it. <laughs> Facts. Uh, um, but I'm thankful I had the money and I'm not broke. So um, after paying for it, but yeah, I'm a little nervous. Um, you got it. But Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. Wish me luck, guys. You'll be all right. We can bounce off of each other, too. We need motivation. I'm definitely not doing full-time next semester. They can kiss my ass. Mm. I can't. Yeah. I'm going to keep this two-class thing going. That's all you need to do. Yeah. And take summer. I took summer for the first time, which was hard because our birthdays are in the summer. So it'll be hard, but it'll definitely push you forward where you need to be Mm -hmm. um so definitely take like summer courses even if you take one like take a summer course get it out the way that's one more in a semester that like I didn't take any for my associates and I wish I had because I probably would have been graduated by now like I didn't take no summer classes I waited till now I'm getting my bachelor's um but you'll you'll you got it just push through especially push through this semester it's close to being done I know we have till like December close to being done but 
definitely push through. It's necessary. It's crazy that it's coming up so soon because I low-key feel like I just started and I haven't really done a lot. Because my teacher was like, yeah, we have our midterm on the 12th. I'm like, Mm -hmm. we just started. Let's say like in two and a half months, you're going to be done. What is that? Eight weeks or some shit? Like 10 weeks, 18 weeks? Praise God. Right. Yeah, you got it though. You'll push through. Yeah. I think a thing I'm struggling with right now is acting fine when I'm not. Because mentally I feel like, which just may or may not be unhealthy. My therapist was like, there's a difference between distracting yourself and then avoidance. She was like, it seems like you're distracting and that's a healthier way than avoiding. But for me, when I'm going through things, I like to distract myself and like put on this facade that like I'm fine and I'm happy and everything's great. Mm -hmm. But I just cannot shake it this time. And like people can tell every single day that like I'm not okay, but I'm not used to being like this vulnerable, I guess. Like I'm not used to because I don't get down like this. Like I said, I'm very happy, very go lucky, very goofy, very excited. So it's hard for me to be in this funk for literally like the last 14 days. And I'm like, when is it going to end? Because I'm tired of acting in a sense Mm -hmm. like that. I'm cool. And it's just because, like I said earlier, I'm a private person, so I don't like to talk about what's going on. But I also know like the healthy route would be to talk about what's going on and like feel it all, talk about it all and just be able to move forward. Yeah. But I think I'll be able to after this weekend, like once we finalize everything with him, I think it'll get easier after that you know what you should do mm. i was listening to something i don't know and oh it was beyonce advice from beyonce <laughs> but she was saying how um she would record herself on her laptop all the time like her talking to herself basically but she was saying how things are so jumbled in her head she would just record herself so i was saying like you might try to journal or just you know express how you feel when no one's around and just, you know, record yeah. it and get mm-hmm. it out. Because um, sometimes, I mean, telling people how you feel doesn't, I don't feel like it always helps. Yeah. Because a lot of times people don't know what to say. Especially yeah. in a death situation. Like, I mm-hmm. feel like I'm one of those people where I never really know what to say. And I don't want to say I'm sorry. Like, I never really yeah. say I'm sorry. I never actually say I'm sorry when somebody mm-hmm. passes away. But I just feel like sometimes it's like that it's really nothing anybody can do to help well I feel bad because people keep asking me like like literally like what can I do for you what do you need and I'm like I genuinely don't know other than prayers I don't know sometimes you don't know what you need yeah I don't know I don't know if sometimes I'll be around my friends and then I'll just get sad and I'm like I don't want to project that on them like they're all having a good time and like I'm just I'm hurt so like I'm over here like well now I'm in my feelings and they'll be like are you all right and I'm like yeah I'm cool like knowing I'm not, but I just don't want to. And that's my protective aspect of other people. I don't want to put them in a certain position, but then I'm like, when I'm alone, it becomes consuming. That's yeah. all I think about. That's all I feel like. And I don't want to, cause a lot of people can fall into depression and I even realize that they're in it. And I don't want to be so upset that I just sulk in it and kind of deal with it. And then part of me is like, okay, like I also want to like, have a drink but I'm like I also don't want to become alcohol dependent that sounds ridiculous but people don't realize it until it's too late that like that's what they seek like oh, I need a drink we because I'm going through this that. yeah like mm-hmm. I need like I've wanted to drink so bad this week I haven't drinking in like God, at this point almost a month now just because 
I don't want to be reliant on that. And I feel like I don't want that to be like my pacifier. And I'm also not relying on other people and talking about it because I don't want to put weight on them. And I also don't want to be them to be my pacifier. You know what I mean? I don't mm-hmm. think that's fair that every time I'm going through something, I'll use Maya, for example. I don't want to reach out to Maya and just, you know, have a baby bitch moment and her have to carry that and carry me through it type yeah. of deal. But I also know at the same time, I need to talk about it. I need to get through it. I need to let it out. But I don't know what I need other than prayers right now. Yeah. Just because the devil is trying. That's why I always tell people, like, I'm here if you need anything, whatever that is, and I'm praying for you. Because yeah. it's like, I don't want to ask you, like, what do you need? But just asking if you're okay and telling you I'm here so you know, like, oh, I need this, you know you can call me. Yeah. yeah type of thing. Same. But and yeah. then like as far as like reaching out to your friends all the time, I've learned that too. Like I've become became so dependent on people like that I would just like call them all the time and be like, oh my God, this is what I'm going through, not even realizing that it could be a lot for them, just mm-hmm. like it's a lot for me. So I've learned like when I do need that, I'll just tell my friends, like, I just need a vent real quick and I'll feel better. But I've also had to like um watch how much I do that. Mm. I think, too, you can ask, like, hey, do you have the mental capacity for me to talk about this right now? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, one of my friends and I do that with each other back and forth. It's just kind of like, hey, are you in the mental space right now to handle what I'm about to say type of deal? Um, But, I mean, it's it's, grieving is hard, too, because you never – Sally was talking about this. You don't get over it. And what's hard for me, too, is, like, I'm in the process of just losing my uncle – And then somebody that was pretty much my cousin that passed two years ago, his birthday is on the 4th of -hmm. October. So I'm dealing with this this weekend and then I deal with him the following weekend. And Sally was kind of like, well, Kim, you know that like you don't have to force yourself to get over this or feel like you need to rush and, 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 you know, distract yourself. She was like, you don't ever get over death. That's just not something that happens. You learn how to deal with it. And she's not wrong because every time my friend cousin whatever come his anniversary or his birthday comes around of him passing I can't handle myself like I woke up when his anniversary of his passing happened got to work felt good out of nowhere started crying like I couldn't I couldn't handle it and it's just all those emotions come back and stuff and I feel like I was at work like two weeks ago when I found out my uncle passed and I wasn't working that night but I was at my job and I was trying to celebrate my friend's birthday And I could feel myself throughout the night kind of like upset and kind of in my corner. But I was like, it's fine. Like, I'll just it's fine. I'll just, you know, have a drink and then just feel better. By the end of the night, I was like damn near drunk. And then I ended up having a breakdown in the middle of the office. Like and it's just like that showed me right there that it's not healthy for me to try to suppress what I'm going through all the time, you know, Mm -hmm. and it was fresh. I had found out the day before. But I was like, this is my best friend. Like, I just want to celebrate her birthday. I want to take my mind off of it. I just want to celebrate her. And that showed me right there, like, I should have just taken time to grieve. Yeah. Because, like, even that morning, like, I wasn't okay. And I was like, I had to leave work. I don't ever leave work. I had to leave work, like, four hours early because I couldn't do it. Like, I was shaking. I was standing at the front desk, like, crying, trying to make sure, like, the clients didn't see me. It was a lot. And still proceeded to like try that night and it just, it didn't work out well. And then the following Sunday, I was really in my feelings. So just take care of y'all. Take care of you. Don't be afraid to feel it. 
And then don't be afraid to reach out like if you can to somebody. Mm, I agree. I agree. Same. Therapy helps too. <laughs> I talked to my therapist on Monday, so that helps too. Yeah. I just had to talk with my therapist. I oh my god, I ghosted my therapist on accident. <laughs> he wrote me like, uh, this is a second appointment. I'm like, are you sure? I thought it was only one. <laughs> but oh I realized like I missed two appointments. I didn't even know. I was just so overwhelmed with every day and just didn't realize. Yeah. yeah. Stay, <laughs> stay consistent with that too. I've been in it now for nine months. It'll be 10 months next week. I can't believe that. 10 months next week that I've been in it. And like, it's, it's great. Yeah. I love therapy. It wakes you up, makes you realize like, you good. <laughs> I've definitely a couple of times, like had a call the next morning, like early as hell. And I was still like high from the night before. And my therapist was like, are you okay? I know one time you told me you had an edible, but uh, I'm like, yes, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> My notorious word. I'm fine. That's so funny. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's this our everyday struggles with life and podcasting. And uh, it's a lot. But I what was I about to say. Oh, I don't know if I said this before, but I officially like, you know, started my business and things. Yes, but dear. I haven't had like an official launch. But I will be soon. So make Let's sure you guys snaps follow me. My Instagram page is Nicole, N-I-C-O-L-E, the number seven collection. Yay. I'm going to try to get little audibles. In here. Yeah. <laughs> Can't claps. Yep. For now. Yeah. Hopefully I can take some time out this weekend and get some pictures so I can just start like posting so you guys can see like sneak peeks of what I have. And then get my website and all that done, like ASAP. So I can be your model. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because me and my marketing person, shout out to Ashley, <laughs> uh, we've been um, planning all that stuff. So yeah. I'll keep you updated. Be my model. You can be mine. Of course. And then I'll be yours. Yeah. I'm going to try to do the shoot after my vacation. Yeah. Oh, shit. I was supposed to drop something this month. Shit. You Sorry, y'all. Probably take some of your pieces down with you and see if you can get some good pictures of your products. Oh, in Mexico. Yep. Just give it a good idea. You better sell some too and make some somebody down there talk about it. Right. international sales. <laughs> Not international, but you know. Yeah. Well, I'll say that off here. Never mind. Okay. Um. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go because my kids is ready to go home. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye.